The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk in partnership with TheChairShot.com, presented by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network and in association with NDPW.com. Turnbuckle Talk is sponsored by CollarAndElbowBrand.com, where you get 10% off when using promo code JKPODCAST. Turnbuckle Talk is also partnered with Phoenix at FNXFit.com, where you get 15% off all your health supplements simply by using promo code TBTALKPOD. Follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at TV Talk Pod. Listen on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you catch your favorite programs. And now, pro wrestling fanatics, are you ready? Here are your hosts, Mighty Joe Morin and Cole Carafel. That's right, everybody. Welcome back. I am Carl Carafel alongside, as I've called him in the past, the curator of topics. That's just such a cool name, and I'm glad right. I thought about that in my little pea brain. Welcome, everybody, to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah, absolutely, Carl. It's been uh, quite the week uh, coming out of WrestleMania with all the programming and all the shit that we were doing, for lack of a better term. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's good to kind of get back to somewhat business as usual. Having said that, though, uh, for those of you paying attention, <laughs> that where it's not uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time right now. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern time. We're essentially in prime time. We're just shy of prime time. But um, to give a... Prime time, baby! <laughs> to give the reasoning why we're doing these shenanigans here at this time, it is because my work situation has changed. Now, okay. due to essentially a workplace injury, I am required to be on modified duties at work, which requires me to be there during the day um, for the stretch of a few weeks here going into to the, the end of this month. And then afterwards that I may be staying on said day shift. So okay. what that means for Turnbuckle Talk going forward, we're still going to be doing the show, but it's going to be a bit more sporadic. Um potentially so to, to just yes. to be forewarned for uh, those of you who do watch the video version of the podcast that you may not always see it at this day and at this time it just for in full transparency to our listeners and our viewers wah, wah. right but that's okay though because no matter where we go our our listeners and our watchers will follow us i'm sure uh, if you're enjoying the content that you're seeing, you're going to want to be able to catch up on it no matter where we are, what time, what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, thank you to everybody that continues to come in and watch and interact. I freaking love it. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely, man. And we got quite a bit to, to cover this week, but before we, we get to all that, you know, we've heard about what's going on with me. What's been going on for you in this past week since we talked last? Honestly, not a whole heck of a lot. I mean, just <laughs> continuous work. Uh, that's that's about it. Uh, I go to work. I come home. I eat. I shit, shower, shave, and uh, no, yeah. no shave. Not and, necessarily uh, in that order. Work, and yeah. that's uh, <laughs> that's really about it, dude. That's it. 
For sure, man. And, and another kind of side note, I, I guess we, we can't necessarily forget to, to mention this. Given where we're located and what was kind of going on today, we're lucky to actually, uh, uh, actually, before we get into that, uh, yes, uh, hello, Kevin. Uh, we are beautiful people. At least I like to think so. Um, no shaving. <laughs> but we're, we're actually lucky to actually get today's episode in because for, for those of you who aren't in, in Canada, especially, but for those of you maybe outside, well, you know, I guess this pretty well encompasses all of Canada. If you are, or uh, get your stuff through, if you get your services, your, your cell phone and internet through Rob, Rogers, you likely had some issues. So thankfully, uh, it hasn't affected the, the, the home Wi-Fi. Otherwise, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be happening right now. So It would be a solo show with yours truly because I am still on the Shaw Cable Network. Uh, there hasn't actually been a uh, it's beard growing season. Damn right. right. Uh, the, the transition, uh, of Shaw being purchased by, uh, Rogers media group has not Mm. fully happened yet. So, uh, Shaw is still kind of on its own separate, which is, uh, which is good. So yeah, it it would have been a solo show. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Looking at this ugly face. It would have been what it is. So then, you know, I imagine you probably could have pulled uh, some, some some of our friends if need be. Uh, that's one beauty about, uh, doing what we've done, what we do right now and just uh, the partnerships and the friendships that we've made. Through it, through doing this, I mean, we we've always got backup, and uh, oh, it's 100%. always always been a wonderful thing, and always grateful yeah. uh, to those guys. Uh, you know, quick shout out to Michael Jargo, Mr. Ryan K. Bowman, Spencer, Ryan Knight, uh, Mr. Richard Bronson, Vickery, all those guys. I mean, uh, pretty much available if we ever needed them. So uh, much appreciation okay, to so. all those individuals. Yeah. All right, Carl, let's get to uh, the the bulk of our of our conversation for today. Here, let us start off with kind of the the big hot button topic uh yeah there's the hot button topic right there right right yeah he definitely does i I have never been able to grow (laughs) facial hair all that well especially in this kind of area i don't know if it's just because i'm french maybe that's what's going on but uh anyways anyways um we're talking wwe releases here carl um it seemed like uh, this time last year pretty much to the day uh we're doing this again and some real notable names for myself, the two big ones that stood out to me right away, Samoa Joe and Mickey James. Uh, those are the two that I was like, what? Right. 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 A hundred percent. Wesley Blake was another one that stood out for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the other names, though, I mean... It is what it is, right? I mean, some of them, I get it. Uh, the Iconics... Um, yeah, I mean, really, they as soon as they broke up that team, they really did nothing with them. Yeah, they didn't do them so any it was favors like, doing mm. that. Yeah, yeah, I think that did them both a disservice, um, especially with those two splitting them up. I thought that that was definitely a mistake. Um, you know, especially I was never necessarily a big Billy Kay fan, but I thought Peyton Royce really had a lot of untapped potential. Like, uh, you know, she trains with those with, uh, with Tyler Breeze and uh, and her husband over. Uh, um, I believe that their their gym is somewhere in Canada. I may be mistaken on that, but uh, um, yeah, I, I was thought that she was really fantastic and a lot of untapped potential. But uh, again, you know, having said all, all this, you know, we'll we'll, we'll, pos- you know, we'll pick up some 
go through some of the destinations, some dream scenarios that could possibly become of this. But one thing to make note of it is it does seem anyways that uh, most of these people have parted on good ways with the company and they, yes. they all seem to have positive words to say. Now, whether that's genuine or not is open to interpretation. Um, but, you know, having said that, I, I think that it's not necessarily a bad time for this to be happening because there are a lot of destinations for a lot of these talents to go um, because there's a lot of companies that, ha- that have risen to the, the, the forefront uh, over the last few years. Definitely, 100%. Uh, Kevin, yes, I, uh, I I agree with you. Samoa Joe, probably the biggest name uh, out of all of those. And yes, he's probably going to wait out his 90 days and then uh, do something big from there. Don Lewis popping into the chat. No Facebook user this time. Known as Don Lewis <laughs> coming in. Now. Hello, Don. <laughs> For sure. Um, for those of you that don't know, I, I like to dabble a little bit in writing. Um, so over the last few years or so, I've done sporadically these little things that I like to call your view may differ from mine. Indulge me, please, for a few moments. I'm going to mute myself. Actually, I'm going to mute myself, and then you have at this, because this is actually <laughs> I'm, good I'm, stuff. I'm going to actually read out this, the latest your view may differ from mine for you so that you can hear it. This one I call Season of the Release. We have come to that time of year again where the WWE conducts a series of releases of talent, production, backstage, and even management. During this time, the most notable releases are those of superstars. The year 2021 has been no different. Some shocking and surprising names like Samoa Joe, Wesley Blake, and Mickey James top the list. Now, many people have asked and wondered, why have these people been released? To offer up a generic answer... I would say circumstantial. While the release of a talent is always hard for that person, we need to understand that there could be several factors in play. Some of these factors include downsizing due to financials, issues backstage, and even injury susceptibility. While all of these reasonings could be viewed as a legitimate reason, I would like to offer a little bit of a different approach. Allow me to preface this by saying what you see on television weekly and what we actually know are guaranteed to be miles apart. I asked the question, how many of these superstars were happy with their current position inside the company? How many of these superstars were tired? How many of these superstars have been feeling burnt out? What I'm simply alluding to is we don't know how many of these workers asked for their release. It could... Uh, It could very well be the majority of these superstars asked to be released and allowed out of their contracts for reasons unknown to us. While we may feel that we are entitled to know what happened and why these release or and why they were released. Let's just remember that there are now people who we have watched and enjoyed that have been released and are now without a job. For some, their time of unemployment may be very short while for others, it could be a time of trial and tribulation. To that end, I ask and urge you to look deep down inside yourself and question whether or not you really need to know what has happened or if it should just become more under or if you should just become more understanding to the situation at hand and hope to one day see them wrestle again while holding on to the memories that they gave us during their time with this company. Thanks. Thanks for indulging me. I appreciate that. Here we go. I wanted to make sure you got that out there because there, there's definitely some good stuff there. 
but yeah, uh, you definitely uh, nailed it with that. Uh, one, one thing that, that I do want to uh, to do here, and then luckily we have some people in our chat because I definitely want to uh, get some takes on these from our ch- uh, from our friends in our chat here. Is we'll go through yeah. a few of the names and just kind of give pure speculation on our point, but educated speculation given the amount of time you and I have been doing this for, <laughs> right. um, to kind of go through these names and, and see where we uh, envision them going. Let's start right at the very top, Samoa Joe. Uh, I'll throw this over to you, Carl. Where do you think uh, Samoa Joe uh, goes and uh, what, what's the, what do you see as the best place for him to go to be best utilized? And f- f- you have Samoa freaking Joe. What do you do with him? Ring of Honor, baby. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent agreed. Go back to Ring of Honor. Yeah, one hundred percent agreed. Coming actually up soon on our next on on Turnbuckle Rewind. Just a just a brief little teaser for you. It's going to involve Samoa Joe. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Coming up in two weeks, it's going to be something with Samoa Joe on Turnbuckle Rewind. But you'll have to Joe, stay tuned to hear about that. Don is saying Joe Ring of Honor as well. Yep, you're talking me to Ring of Honor. You talking others? That's yeah, but because uh, I, I would definitely uh, would mind working for Ring of Honor as well. But yeah, right. I, I totally agree. Um, having said that, too, what would be really cool, and I, I think that this would also require for a lot of the COVID restrictions to kind of be loosened up. Uh, both brothers, yes, thank you, Don. Um, because I would also love to see Joe compete in the uh, in the G one over New Japan. Um, to have like matchups with like Ishii and uh, Shingo and uh, Minoru Suzuki. I mean, I can go on and on. Um, Samoa Joe would uh, be a great matchup for any of those guys over there to see him have a run through the G one. He didn't have to win. He would just have to go there and just kick some ass. Uh, right. I mean, like I said, like him and Shingo and like him and Ishii. Like, um, sign me up. I would definitely be in for that. Um, yes. The other big one that I definitely want to mention, Mickey James. Uh, for myself, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give my pick. For me, it's a no-brainer for her. It's the NWA. Yep. Her Nick is over there, her go, husband. Go be with Nick. She would be a great addition to that women's roster, like her versus Thunder Rosa, her versus Serena Deeb. I mean, then that's just two of them. Um, right. She could really bolster that women's division. Not, not that it needs a lot of help, but I mean, she would be a fantastic addition because Mickey was always very, very, very underrated as a uh, women's wrestler. Oh yes, no, no, I, I I fully agree with that. I would say NWA is the best way for uh, for her to go. Uh, Dawn agreeing as well. NWA, uh, Mr. Richard Bronson Vickery, one of my favorite people in this entire world. There is so much more to Samoa Joe's story than we know at this point. It is all going to be uh, about his health and hopefully working with the right doctors. Uh, that's very true. Um, for those that, that might not know, uh, that's kind of why he was in commentary for so long yeah. is because of health issues. So, Hopefully, the right doctors can uh, can come into play, and he can uh, be able to get a clearance to be able to get back into that ring to uh, give us some more amazing professional wrestling. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for myself, for the the iconics, uh, this is a little tough, you know, just uh, given uh, with Peyton Royce because I mean they uh, and because her husband, I mean uh, Sean Spears, is working in North America. If that wasn't the case, I mean, because that, that's kind of the, the hitch in my plan here, is I'd actually love to see them go over to their back to their native Australia, and uh, and do some stuff there because I mean there are a ton 
of fantastic promotions in Australia. That's a real, actually a real hobbit of talent. Um, uh, Mr. RBV making a great point. Mickey is a marketing dream, beautiful talent, uh, musical talent, and a mom. Yeah, but can bring her backstage. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely, one hundred percent right. Uh, uh, RBV on that one. Yeah. I mean, she is God be on everybody's radar. I guess just imagine who who's going to snatch her up. Like I said, uh, money wise, the NWA may not be the greatest spot, but I mean, in, at this point, I guess it all depends on what her motivations are and, um, yeah. and whatnot. So, cause like I said, dude, I'd love to see like her versus Thunder Rosa. I mean, that's, that's a dream matchup for, for me anyways. Definitely. Speaking of the Iconics. Yeah. What do you think? Um, this, this wasn't a hard one for me. Honestly, I would love to see them go over to impact. Hmm. Um, now impact really does not have a women's tag team division, but no, I no. feel that both of those women, can can really do some good work on their own, but still kind of be like a little faction, kind of like we had with like the beautiful people, right? We had Velvet Sky, we had Angelina Love, and, and they were a faction, but they still were able to wrestle separately and do really good things for themselves, each one of them being champion, right? Good morning, Matthew. Thanks for joining yeah, who knows? It could be his morning. Oh, yeah, yeah I guess uh, your, uh, Matthew might just be waking up. That's a, that's a fair point. Yeah, that's true. But, that's uh, true. But I digress. You were saying, Carl. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, impact, I think, I think yeah. is a great place for them to be because uh, they, they can work as a faction uh, together as well, do separate. So And, and, and they can really show what they can do uh, as opposed to being kind of yeah pushed down by, uh, uh, by the conglomerate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and just, uh, again, it's morning somewhere. Uh, you are absolutely correct. Like I would imagine probably um, some of our love wrestling friends that are over in Australia, I think it's probably uh, morning on Wednesday. No, no, sorry, it'd be Tuesday, probably like Tuesday, Tuesday. morning uh, for those guys over there because uh, they're all wacky and stuff with their time zones yep. down there. Um, <laughs> right. Something about being on the other side of the planet, I think maybe has something to do with that. Maybe. But, maybe. uh, but yeah, man, uh, some other ones like Wesley Blake, I think, um, probably like a ring of honor or an impact. Um, you, you notice that Carl and I really haven't give AEWs any of our picks. I have some reasoning behind this here, Carl, that you may or may not agree with that roster. That roster over there is freaking huge at this point it is really bloated and it's like when when i look at social media with a lot of these releases have announced like everybody like the majority of especially marks are like oh aew 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 there's enough people over there it's already watered down there's really people sitting there doing nothing as it is you know you get like people like the iconics or uh, blake and these guys that feel like they've been kind of sitting doing nothing they go over to aew they're gonna be bitching about the same thing in, in a month or two yeah, they're 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 going to be just having a match or two on dark right. or dark elevation, and that's it. We've got we've got three shows right. over there. Yeah, right. And there's still, still people sitting and doing nothing. I mean, we've got to yeah. be careful here. I, I know AEW is the the buzz kind of promotion that everybody likes to kind of use. Oh, when everybody leaves WWE, they got to go AEW. No, they don't. There are a lot of other great destinations, namely. You know, New Japan is obviously uh, one of my favorite ones uh, right now because COVID's throwing crap it into all this again again which is really really annoying at this point yeah. on many many fronts 
But, uh, you know, once things settle down, I think New Japan, especially with the New Japan America, that that, that could really, really, really use some help there. Uh, that, that could really turn into something. I, th- I think I, Wesley I, Blake. I, I think I hit something there with you on that one. Wesley Blake. Yeah. New Japan America. Right. That's exactly yeah. where I would love to see him go. Yeah. And just just change up that commentary team over there. I don't know if they because I haven't watched the um, the, the strong program in quite a while. Because uh, I, I mean, I did watch a few episodes, but that commentary was like cringeworthy at very best. So it, it's it, again, it's one of those things where you need that complete package to really have a good wrestling program. And with something like that, that is like it just like punches you in the face. So just how kind of. Uh, mediocre i guess i'm trying to be the nicest way i can kind of put it just the 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 whole thing kind of falls apart right when you when you don't have somebody that can call the action properly as great as it might actually be happening in the ring when you don't have the uh, the voice there to kind of accentuate what's going on it just it falls flat hey the commentary shit get new people there you go About the easiest way that we can kind of put it. Right. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, to, to just kind of reiterate the point here, just because these people have been let go by the W doesn't mean that it's over for them because there are that percentage of people, they're like, oh, well, they, they got released from the WWE, so now they don't mean shit. That is not the case. It, but again, it also hinges on where these people feel they are in their wrestling career. Some of them may, you know, feel like they made their money and will just kind of just fade off into the sunset. Those right. who really like practicing the professional wrestling craft are going to want to go and flex that muscle somewhere else. And the best place for the majority of them is going to be Impact, Ring of Honor, or the NWA. You nailed it, brother. You it, it, it is. So, as we mentioned here, Carl, I mean, WrestleMania week, I guess we can call it now. It was pretty exhausting. I mean, there's a ton of freaking wrestling to watch here. Right. Now, coming out of WrestleMania, I just wanted to kind of pose the question to each of us here, maybe even to, to some of our viewers here, of whether, mm-hmm. you know, after WrestleMania, have you gone into, like, have you stayed with the WWE programming or have you kind of gravitated to other places? Well, I'll pose the question to you here, here Carl. Uh, coming out of WrestleMania, do you feel like you kind of feel good about the WWE product and you've gotten to watch it or have you uh, been uh, exploring some other things uh, outside um, of I, it? I will answer that question momentarily. Gotcha. Our friend RBV says we do not or we do need to recognize the individuals might have other talents and passions they want to move towards. That's a good point. Why or what is important is they stay focused and they find a new drive and happiness. Um, Yeah, that's kind of kind of what I was uh, alluding to a little bit as well in my uh, your your view may differ from mine is that you don't know how many of these people asked for their release for whatever reason yeah. it might be. It could be that they want to go and pursue a new, different passion. Yeah. And let's let them, because, yeah. That's definitely a fair statement. Mickey James, we talk about Mickey James. Mickey James went and did that. She went and did yeah. country music. She, she was fantastic. She went and did a passion. And then she came back to professional wrestling. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, Matthew saying, I've never seen New Japan wrestling ever. Last week, I watched AEW for the first time, and I thought it was good. Was happy to see JR as a commentator. I remember him and Lawler in my childhood. Yes, Matthew is just kind of getting back into the professional wrestling watching. So I don't know if he's actually seen anything from WrestleMania and uh, going forward, but uh, he was was messaging me on on Wednesday talking about AEW and uh, that he was was actually enjoying it um don saying new japan and aew and ovw is where he has been after mania um i i I will be 100 percent uh honest with everybody i have not watched any wwe programming with the exception of the broken skull session with chris jericho fantastic that's the only wwe product that i have watched i can't say that um if you guys listen to our other podcast as well, we did go yep. through and watch a, uh, a fantastic match between Jake the Snake Roberts and uh, Million Dollar Man. That yep. was, you know, brief, that was that. But. Uh, brief uh, mention, uh, because we have Mr. Uh, uh, Vickery in our, in our chat here today. Um, yeah, if you yeah, guys yeah, yeah. go and uh, watch or listen, sorry, uh, the most recent episode of the Hitting the Marks podcast, you have actually been treated to actually an entire episode of the Hitting Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast because that is all they talked about on uh, the most recent episode. And um, they they end up talking about the the interview with uh, Jericho and uh, Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that is the the key right there. We saw an interview between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Chris Jericho, not the alter egos. uh, But they did somehow manage to kind of do some of both, which really kind of made it work that they stayed in character, but they still managed to kind of be kind of themselves too at the same time. It was yeah. it was really something. Uh, for those who uh, have not watched that interview, if you have the WWE Network, just do yourself a, I'm actually telling people to go watch something on WWE Network or <laughs> right. uh, to go check it out. It is definitely worth the watch. Uh, highly entertaining. Um, to me, that, I mean, that, that actually was better than a lot of the WrestleMania stuff. And they continued it on yeah. on Chris Jericho's podcast. I did hear that, yeah. So go and make sure yeah. that you listen to uh, the latest Chris Jericho podcast after you with listen to Stone us. Cold after Steve Austin as well. Yeah. Yes, after yeah. you've listened to or watched the <laughs> yeah. uh, Broken Skull sessions, then they continue the conversation, essentially, yeah. over on the Chris Jericho podcast. For sure. So, I mean, it, it was great to watch that as well as it was amazing to listen to uh, the Jericho podcast as well. Uh, My cousin Matthew saying that um, he's just getting back into it and he has no idea what's going on inside the WWE right now. I I continue to watch the product and I still have no idea what's going on. Uh, Don saying that it was great to watch the Broken Skull (laughs) session. Yes, it was. Um, So yeah, I mean, I guess... Did I kind of answer that question? Yeah, for sure. We did. And yeah. we, we hit some other stuff too, which is good. Uh, to hit back on uh, on uh, on RBV's point here though, because there are some people that may have, you know, some of these people spend a fair amount of time in the WWE and they may have become kind of jaded or disenfranchised just about professional wrestling in general. And they might be like, you know what? I have a backup plan, whether I have some kind right. of doctorate, other education, which some of these people have explored. They'll be like, you know what? I'm done with professional wrestling. This has turned me off of that. I am going to go do something else. That is an entirely other possibility that a lot of people aren't even considering. 
and and that's that's honestly life. I have a friend yeah. of mine who uh, got has gotten into corrections, um, but was mm. kind of like, mm, I don't know what happens. And, and, and I told this friend, I said, listen, take PSW course, yeah, because there the world is hurting for personal support workers right now. I said if you've got personal support worker on your resume saying that you've been through uh, schooling yeah. for that and something happens with your corrections job, you've got a fallback. Yeah. And it's it's something, right? This person was actually looking at a few different things and, and we kind of talked it all out and, and whittled it down to, uh, to, to, to PSW work for this person. But yeah, I mean, like, <sighs> yeah. everybody's got to have that backup of something. And how do we know? We don't. We don't know if these superstars have their backup too. For sure. I mean, even our our, our friend Jazzy, a uh, friend of the show, Jazzy, uh, she got uh, uh, into some uh, security work even uh, during a bit of a lull too, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you got to. I mean, even just outside of professionals, I think anybody out there should have some type of backup or some um, some other plan to to kind of fall back on you know, in case of what you're doing the bottom just completely falls out on, um, right. especially going on right now. I mean, a lot of small business owners have probably had to pivot to something completely different that maybe they wanted to because they had to close up shop, right? So you have to have that ability in life to kind of pivot if you need to. I, I, in my personal life, I've had to do it plenty of times, more times than I would have liked to have, you know, because you just, you never know, like you said, what life can kind of throw at you and then you got to make a change, right? So um, in this case, you know, this everybody's situation is going to be a little bit, a little bit different. We don't know all the inside details, you know, where they wanted to go or maybe they were just kind of blindsided. Who knows? Right. right. So, yeah, we but, have no clue, but, uh, just obviously we hope everybody lands on their feet regardless of what they want to do, whether they want to continue professional wrestling or, um, explore some other passion project or what have you. That's exactly it. Right. Yes. All right, man. Well, I, I guess before, actually, you know what? We're sitting there about the right time. Let us hear from our friends over at collarandelbowbrand.com, and we will come back with some breaking news in our Match of the Week segment. Fall is in the air. That means... Wait a second. That's not the one I wanted. This is the one we wanted. Wrestling. <laughs> A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand.
Dictionary defines hero as a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Being a hero in life is far more than words printed on a page. It takes an unwavering code, a compass that points true north always. And in times like these, it takes sacrifice. Hero shouldn't be a word defined by a dictionary. It's a word that should be defined by the best of us. Hero has a new definition. All right, guys, Mighty Joe and Carl Careful back here on Turnbuckle Talk, as you heard from our friend Al Snow. Um, if you go to callernoblebrand.com and use our promo code JK Podcast at the checkout, you will get 10% off your entire order there. And the reason why I hit the wrong commercial is I just saw the picture of Al Snow's face, and I clicked on it, and I realized I forgot that we actually have two of them there, so I clicked yeah. on the wrong one. So my fault, but, uh, you know, we got to hear from kind of twice there, which, uh, you know, with Al Snow, it's really never a bad thing. So, uh, yeah. And it's fantastic. Thank you, Al Snow. Uh, and thank you to, to the entire team over at Collar and Elbow Brand. They don't have to allow us to use those during our broadcast, mm-hmm. but they do. And we're so happy and so thankful that they allow us to use them because, well, we want to make sure that you guys hear it right from Al Snow, right from his mouth about Collar and Elbow Brand. Um, you know, it's, it's it's amazing stuff. I'm wearing, of course, my Collar and Elbow Brand hat like I always do. I'm wearing the Collar and Elbow Brand mirror T-shirt today. Um, yeah, go over there, collarandelbowbrand.com. Use that promo code because not only are you going to save 10% off, no matter if it's new or clearanced, okay, new or clearanced, but every time you make a purchase, it also helps this podcast and video cast as well we get a little bit of a kickback so we appreciate everybody that goes and uh, checks out callernoblebrand.com and uses that promo code jk podcast yeah man, absolutely all right let us get to our breaking news segment all right man breaking news segment um I got bupkis on this here, Carl. I'm hoping that you got some breaking news to cover because I got nothing. Um, there's there's really not a whole lot that really hasn't been put out there as of yet. But uh, I will say that uh, John Cena is in Canada. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know that. John Cena is in Vancouver shooting Fast Nine. Uh, paparazzi Nine. caught up with him and his new wife of six months i believe now uh just out for a walk in uh the beautiful vancouver weather while uh he was away from filming fast nine which is uh which is really cool um they have nine of those friggin movies eh jesus yeah yeah that's a lot that's a lot there really isn't a whole much lot a lot here i mean we can look at like a top aew aew duo uh, would reject a Hall of Fame induction. Um, Who's that? So we're talking the the Young Bucks took to Twitter and said, we'd never accept a Hall of Fame induction, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you guys haven't even done anything with the WWE to be notable. Yeah, they're not the Hall of Fame WWE worthy, Hall in my Fame. opinion. Uh, true. <laughs> very, very Not yet, true. anyways. But uh, I digress on that. Um, let's take a look here. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, I'm going through some of my normal uh, uh, sites, and, I mean, not a whole lot. Uh, I mean, the, you know, the releases were really kind of the big uh, um, piece of news for the week. 
Yeah, they de- they definitely so, were. Other than um, that, fairly quiet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm even uh, you know yeah, well, yeah. scrolling through right now and trying yeah. to to see if there's really anything. I, I was mean, even uh, scrolling through our friends over at NDPW.com. Yeah. A little cheap plug for you guys. Actually, IndieProWrestling.com, if you want to be exact. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, I guess there was a... I almost feel kind of ashamed to say this here, Carl, because I know you're a fan of this company, but didn't that uh, Impact show happen on uh, on Sunday? Like they, had, I think they had a pay-per-view, and I have no idea what happened <laughs> I have no no idea. No, I don't think it was this Sunday. Is it? I thought it was. Uh, or is I think it com- it's coming up still. Is it still coming? Yeah, up? Yeah, because that the rebellion or something. And oh, that's, that's the one where the uh, Rich Swan is taking on Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh wait, Kenny Omega, we're coming to you later in this episode. You watch it. <laughs> we're coming for you, brother. We're coming for you. But I digress on that uh, topic here, Carl, because we are going to get to it. But let us first get to our match of the week. All right, Carl, for match of the week, this was a tough one for me because, uh, as I stated earlier, at least I remember correctly if I did, um, that coming out of WrestleMania, you know, I haven't watched a whole ton of professional wrestling. Yes. So having yes, said yes. that, for myself, for match of the week, it is actually, I'm, I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone here on this one here, Carl, because I'm giving a preview for upcoming match at, uh, for Terminal Rewind, as well as it being my match of the week. And we are talking about WrestleMania six, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase versus Jake the Snake Roberts for that million dollar title. Dude, I freaking love this match. Oh God, it was so good. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Oh, good. That's my All pick. Right. That's my pick. Before I get to my pick, yeah, give me your thoughts, Joe. Um, I don't watch SmackDown, so <laughs> I have zero <laughs> thoughts. Uh, I'm sure okay, he. So- I'm sure he probably uh, will do well, and I'm sure that he is somebody that would probably j- just given uh, how he's gone about things in his wrestling career that he did it but then was probably very critical of himself and probably picked up any mistakes that he made and was probably even open to criticizing himself if need be that would be uh, kind of my assessment there awesome there given, given that, that he's done that some be- rip robbers training that he'll probably yes. be very self-critical of himself yes yeah. joining the broadcast booth cool sounds good i'm okay with that definitely uh, I, yeah. I i look forward to seeing uh seeing what he can bring yeah he's got a good voice so yeah. Yeah. My match of the week. We're going back to Madison Square Garden, November 1975. A historic and nostalgic match between two huge behemoths in the professional wrestling world. Ernie Ladd versus Haystacks Calhoun. Wow, you're pulling in that. a wow. right? Wow. Um, I mean, the Deep match the itself vaults. you're looking was only about six to eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, wow, wow! I yeah. freaking, I freaking love Haystacks Calhoun. Um, <laughs> for for being a big guy, he was like the originator of the big guy that can do little guy stuff. Yeah, right. Like, just fantastic. I loved watching anything uh, Haystacks, and I just kind of came across this one on YouTube and I'm like, Hey, yeah, let me check this out. Cause Ernie Ladd is, was a 
huge dude. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I watched. You can go to YouTube, and you can actually just type in Ernie Ladd versus uh, Haystacks Calhoun, and uh, you should be able to find it there. It was from November 1975, MSG. So Absolutely. that's my pick. I, I love being able to watch it again. Absolutely, man. Some good uh, – definitely a great pick. And like I said, uh, for me, uh, our, our rewind match coming for this week was uh, was my favorite this week. Uh, going back and watching that, I mean, just so beautifully done. The way it was set up, yeah. that Jake's promo before the match was still, like, one of my favorite of all time. I mean, just, uh, like, it, dude, like it, it checks. When I still watch that promo, like, I don't know how many times I've watched it, I still get, like, literal goosebumps. It, it really mm-hmm. is something. If you have not watched that match, make sure you watch the promo first and then watch the actual match. You know, just watch the whole yes. show. Um, and, it, and it did happen in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, just uh, to boot. That's right. So, All right. So before we get to our showstopper segment, because I'm coming in hot on this one, I want to take another brief break here, Carl, and hear from our friends over at OVW because we got a whopper of a showstopper segment this week. Hi, my name is Barry Radcliffe. You might recognize me from such films as The Longest Ride or Dead 2. Now, as a successful actor, I have two planes, a supermodel wife, countless exotic cars, and a ton of cash. You might think it couldn't get any better than this, but you'd be wrong for only $4.99. You could get OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. That's OVWWrestlingNetwork.com for only $4.99. Now, will your life be as good as this? No! Will it be better? Yes, and I guarantee that. That's not valid anywhere. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99. Tomorrow's yesterday is today. Price is so low, they're insane! What more angry or buttless so do I at OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. It's only $4.99 a month. In between excitement, me too. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99 a month. You get that incredible value. She cost me $17 million and I loved it. Want a real value? OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. It's only $4.99. That's a price so low. Well, it's insane. <laughs> All right, so a little word from our friends over at OVW. I, I, we haven't played that promo in quite a while, and I do. I still love it. I actually miss it. So oh, always great. Uh, I mean, our friends over at OV, OVW, um, we've made our friend Don Lewis a fan of that, and you should be too because the, they are actually doing some fantastic work there. It, it, it really just it, it just it feels like I, I'll just say it. I, I'm not going to mince words on a girl. It's just no bullshit wrestling. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. I mean, our I friend Al Snow is over there. Uh, we got a friend, Michael, who's over there as well, uh, Rod Hicks. Uh, Rod yeah. does stuff with uh, with OVW and with Al Snow as well. Um, just a, a, a ton of fantastic stuff yeah. and fantastic people even over there that really have a knowledge for the business and really want to, to take it to new heights and actually see it uh, grow. Um, for those that might not know, OVW was actually a training territory for the WWE for a very, very long time. Al Snow came in, bought the company, and uh, is really trying to uh, rebuild the company, has uh, created the Al Snow Wrestling Academy, which is the very first ever and only accredited wrestling school in North America. So, yeah, yeah. Props Good that's stuff with OVW. That's a big deal. And when it comes to to wrestling training, well, not necessarily a segue there, but I am kind of hinting at something here, Carl. Let us get to our showstopper segment. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Carl, for our showstopper segment this week, we have a bit of a doozy here. And I do have to thank our very good friend uh, who provides our intro for every episode of Turnbuckle Talk for this, Mr. Richard Bronson Vickery, uh, first uh, turned me on to this. So there is audio of this. I'm going to play the audio clip, and we're going to go from there. Now, I do promise that I'm not going to go full Jim Cornette on this guy in the situation, <laughs> but we might get close. So, uh, yeah, I just played the clip. Let's let's start with the audio, and then we will go from there. In a way, uh, basic professional wrestling training doesn't really mean anything. I mean, what is chain wrestling? What is psychology? What is the proper way to wrestle? No one really knows. In my mind, and this is probably because I'm not really a fan of wrestling anymore. I just think there is entertaining matches. And not entertaining matches. I don't think that if you do a perfect four-step match, that that means you're a good wrestler. I think that if I watch your stuff and I'm entertained, if I can show that match to my friend or my, my dad or my mom and they can laugh or they can say, hey, that was fun to watch, that's what I think a good match is. And that's kind of why I am sort of a, uh, not a wrestler's wrestler, but I'm more of like a special interest wrestler. But being that way has kind of allowed me to keep a job luckily all right so a few things with this here carl i will say that the second half or maybe th- second like the, the the last three quarters of what he was saying there i can kind of wrap my head around at, at the end how he says you know what we're doing this is allowed to me to to keep a job tells me that he doesn't really necessarily take the professional wrestling uh, business seriously. I mean, he, just, he sees it as a job. He doesn't see it as something he's truly passionate about. He even says that he doesn't really like wrestling anymore. But the, the beginning part, Carl, saying that, that basic professional training doesn't matter and that people don't know like what good training is. Dude, I mean, there's... We had just talked about OVW. Rip Rogers, who... Mr. Richard Brunson Vickery is, is well versed in. You know, you're Ben Hamines, you're all those guys. Him saying that Basically, that the tr- basic professional wrestling training doesn't matter. That had me hot, Carl. Uh, about as hot as a, a laid-back French Canadian can get. Get <laughs> um, it, it, it as somebody who really respects those who put all that they can into the professional wrestling trade. Just that that statement got me really hot and bothered here, Carl. I was not. I, I was already kind of on the fence about Kenny Omega. This honestly turned me off as a fan of his. I'll just say it. Okay, so talk me off the ledge if you can, or, or, or if you maybe feel the same way. These these uh, these listeners and viewers of this vidcast that we have done for two hundred and fifteen episodes, okay, <clears throat> they know that sometimes I get hot and I fly off the handle and I really speak my mind. Yep. Um, Mighty Joe Morin, it is time for you. To freaking let loose. I want to hear this. Please go off. Go off on this. <laughs> Don't hold back. Go. Go. Well, the floor is yours right now. It, go off on it. But like, I, I don't know if I can do it without kind of uh, breaking one of our cardinal rules of, of swearing. Don't say sh- the F word. <laughs> use any other word. I don't just don't use the F word. I don't know. Go. I don't know if I, if I, if I, if I really can without using it because... Uh, like I said, just uh, just saying that 
the 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 training aspect of professional wrestling doesn't matter. Like it, it just it, it spits in the face of everybody who's put all they can. Like our friend Dusty Gold, our Greg, there's a guy who trains his effing ass off all the time. You see him on social media. He puts in the time and the training, and the effort. For a guy of Kenny's stature to say that it doesn't matter, like it just it, it, it's like I said, it's that's about as fired up as a layback Canadian like myself can kind of get. I mean, um, I, I try and kind of stay on an even keel here, and I'm, I'm 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 trying to to be as nice as I can on this. Like I said, I don't want to go full Jim Cornette on on Kenny on this, okay? Because I, I have liked some of the stuff that he did over New Japan, like matches with like Okada and Naito. Those were fantastic matches. I, I can't take that away from him, Carl. But shitting on the training aspect of professional wrestling, that does not sit well with me. That's the nicest way I can kind of put it. I'm, I'm trying not to, to lose my cool, Carl. I'm trying hard, buddy. I'm trying. I'm going to let my German out. Okay? Have at it, Kenny please. Omega? Okay, Kenny Omega, you tell me, okay? What the frick did you do? When you got into this business, what did you do? You trained. When you go and do any job, you go and be a freaking garbage collector? What are you doing? You have to train to do that job. It doesn't matter what it needs to be done. Matter. You, it, it does not matter. It doesn't matter what your name is. I don't care if your name is Kenny Omega. I don't care how good of a professional wrestler you are. I don't no. care how many of your matches that I actually love and enjoy. I don't care how much I enjoy watching you. You spit in the face of everybody who decides to go and get trained so that they don't hurt somebody, so that they don't injure themselves, and you're now saying that this is bullshit, that you don't need, that, that basic professional wrestling training isn't needed. The basics are everything when it comes to professional wrestling you don't know how to do a collar and elbow tie-up that's the basics you don't know how to do a, a, a whip into the ropes that's the basics. you don't know how to run the ropes that's the basics you don't know how to do a headlock that's the basics an arm bar basic you need to know the basics to be able to professionally wrestle there's my german coming out okay <laughs> oh now, before, before I love Kenny Omega, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I do. I have always been a fan of Kenny Omega. I, I really do. I like watching his matches. But to hear him say something like that yep. it blows my freaking mind because, dude, I can guarantee you that Kenny Omega was trained the basics. Mm hmm. My Jake the Snake Roberts was totally not even anywhere <laughs> to be seen in that ring. He went like Ultimate I, Warrior. Sorry, I apologize to anybody if your eardrums blew because of my rant. I'm All sorry. Good. I All really good, am. But that was genuine yeah, passion like, there, folks. Now, to, to, just to, to cut in briefly, uh, I'll, I'll let you do. But I do do want to make point because uh, our friend John Lewis is saying here saying that uh, I see that Kenny being a great heel and getting people to talk. Normally, I would agree with you, but this was recorded. Completely um, out of shoot. character. It was a shoot interview. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it was shot uh, somewhere, at, I think, at a, at a, at a gym. Uh, this was just, Ken, uh, I honestly don't even know Kenny's real name. Uh, that, that was just the actual individual. This wasn't a wrestling character. This was just him just talking. So normally I would agree with you, Don, but this was uh, done out of character, which almost makes it even worse, Carl. And no, you know, it, it does make it worse. Uh, because, like you had said, um, the to shit on everybody that has trained their ass off in that ring to make sure, you know, that they don't hurt people, you know, you know, so that we don't end up with a whole bunch of 
mm, I almost did it. Girl, almost did it with a bunch of freaking Nia Jaxes out there who who don't train properly, you know. And then look, I mean that that uh, guy. There's that viral video of the guy getting up onto the middle turnbuckle and jumping down. Now, mind you, the ring was shit, but the guy jumped down two feet and snap basically snap both of his legs now mind you he looked like he was extremely out of shape and like i said the wrestling the the ring itself looked like it was made by uh, uh somebody who was obviously not qualified but but still somebody who would have had proper training wouldn't have stepped in that ring to begin with right so now i'm getting now i'm getting fired up about this because i'm dude i'm somebody that i've said it before i really look at the real technical aspects of professional wrestling. And to see somebody shit on that aspect of it really, really rubs me the wrong way. Really does. And I'll let you uh, talk about uh, uh, Matthew's comment, but uh, Kenny, uh, <laughs> uh, RBV's got a good one too. Yeah, he definitely does. Matthew saying here, um, training is super essential for professional wrestling. Like you said, Carl, you need to learn to execute each move safely for everyone's health. You don't want injuries or anything career ending, which is very true. You really don't. And that's, uh, that's, that's a huge, huge proponent of professional wrestling training. I'm going to pull up Rick's here. You talk and you, uh, you read Rick's there. Um, Mr. RBV saying F you, Kenny Omega saying you don't need the four steps is crazy. Um, shine, heat, come back and finish. It's like saying you don't need eggs and flour to make a cake. Yes. Yes. To, to all that. I agree with you 100%. Um, like I said, not only in professional, there's certainly in any profession that you're going to get into, there are basics that you need to learn. Otherwise you have no clue of what you are doing. It's like if I was a, say to, to go into like the, the construction realm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, just, uh, I'm spitballing here. If a plumber were to say, go to a place like, like where I, where I do my day job, it, it's like a, a do it yourself place. It's like a, if somebody who's, who's a plumber went to go work in like a lumber department. I mean, like somebody who's like a specific to that and were to go to that, you have no clue of what you're doing. You need to, to learn the basic before you can call yourself even somewhat of someone knowledgeable in the field to, to, to forego the very basics of training in anything is just stupid. It's stupid and it's foolish. And in, in this particular case in wrestling, it puts people at risk. Welcome to the team and thank you for joining us here with your new McDonald's on the I-54. Please make your way to the cash register. We understand that you have had absolutely no training, but we are expecting you to be able to take the orders of the 1,000 people that are standing outside for this grand opening. Thank you. <laughs> you're gonna throw me at the cash register right. i've had no basic training on the cash register no. with a thousand people standing outside to come in and get freaking mcdonald's yeah like how how no. asinine does that sound right extremely um you know what uh, a little shout over to uh, uh rbv and uh the boys over there at uh, the homie media group who are still in a battle with uh, with Podbean, I feel bad for those guys are putting out a ton of content there, and it's not getting to as many people as it should be. But uh, to specifically to Mister Ben Hamin, I would literally pay the five dollars for him to go slap Kenny across the face. <laughs> right. I would uh, just just uh, yeah. to put in his place. Say you, ooh, that's 
Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, I could really go off the deep end on this, and, and I, I did to a certain extent. Uh, you did a better job than me, Carl, because, I mean, we're getting your perspective as somebody who's actually been in the ring, and uh, you know the the real dangers that are uh, um, possible here, and just to, to, just to see somebody disrespect it like that, um, yeah, it, it's going to rub me the wrong way for a while. Uh, to to the point, I, I know he's set up to have this killer match with Rich Swan and Impact for that title for title or whatever that deal is there. Like I don't even care to watch it now. Like nothing against right. Rich Swan. I have a ton of respect for that guy, and 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 I I still do with Kenny to a certain extent. But this it, it it's it's really damaged my my opinion of his. Damn you, Kenny. Uh, I, I love the stuff that you did. Uh, the, the cleaner character in New Japan was awesome. You had killer matches with Okada and Naito and all those guys there. And then you had to open your mouth and shit on the training aspect of wrestling. How dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, and again, that's okay, I'm, Greta, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to be nice and try not to lose it. Because otherwise oh, I would have to Greta. insert a lot of bleeps in this episode. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? It's... It, I'm at a loss for words, girl. I'm at a loss for words. I'm not at a loss for words. Thank you very much. Let me tell you about our social media platforms. We're found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We can be found at TB Talk Pod on those three platforms. Normally, we're posting a lot more of our stuff over on our Facebook page. So make sure you go and check out our page over at TB Talk Pod. Yeah, for sure. You know what? I'm going to go a little bit more on it because I still have a little bit more in the tank with this. Okay. It, it, it would be like me. It, it's Dude, I don't know how many times I've, I've gotten approached from people who want to get involved in podcasting. All right? And people tell me, it's like, well, you know, how, how do you go about this? Like, they start asking me all this stuff. I'm like, well, you need to actually sit down. You need to actually kind of learn this kind of stuff. Oh, well, you know, I want to start making dude, completely like the wrong wrong approach. It would be like somebody just walking uh, up to to Kenny and just like and like wanting to to like wrestle him. You you have to learn first. You can't just dive in and just be like oh, just expect it to just all kind of happen. Like I said, same thing for like the, the podcasting world. You can't just hop in without learning some shit. You know, you got you got to learn some stuff. You know, Carl and I spent some. some we, we didn't just hop into this. You know, we, we spent some time learning. We made some mistakes. We had some awkward. We had some weird stuff. You know, we had to learn the ropes before we got to where we are now. Two hundred fifteen episodes deep into this show, sixteen episodes deep into another show, all the time spent uh, doing our radio stuff. You know, we had to start somewhere, and we had to actually learn. Tell me, how hypocritical would it be if somebody were to walk up to Kenny Omega and say, hey, let's go uh, have a match on AEW <laughs> Dynamite, and uh, him look at them and go, okay, so show me what you can do. Yeah. And then, obviously, they're shit because they haven't trained, and him going, where the hell did you train? <laughs> oh, wait. But you said you didn't need to. Right? You don't need to. You don't need that basics. Yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah, we let loose a little bit there. It uh, actually felt pretty good. <laughs> but um, and once again, like I said, I, I like a lot of stuff that Kenny has done. And, but uh, but this just rubs us both the wrong way, and I know it does some other people as well. I'll do my best to try and ignore that it's happened, but uh, Kenny, you got to prove yourself again to me, brother, before I really kind of, excuse me, uh, um, start watching your matches again. So 
do well against Rich Swan. I'm kind of hoping that he beats your ass now, but you know, I, I, I may still watch it and see how it kind of goes. That's that's where I'm going to go for the time being. For the time being. All right. All right, man. Well, I guess that about wraps it up here for this week. Um, just uh, again, uh, you know, we usually on our other show we're we're always thanking the the Love uh, Wrestling platform over there, which, which of course we, we do. But you know, we haven't really done that over in this side of things. I want to again say thank you very much to everybody over at the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network, to our friends Richard Bronson Vicker and Michael Jericho for even bringing us onto this platform when they didn't have to. They took a risk on two Canadians, and we are always very grateful for that, guys, and always grateful when you're able to come to the program with us as well and to be in the chat and all that kind of stuff. I, I can never, like, I'll always, always be grateful. You know, even if this were to end, like, today, I would be grateful for the, for the time spent. Absolutely fantastic. I love those guys over there. Everybody. Definitely. For you guys, take a look at this visual right here. You can see down in the bottom right-hand corner is the HTM logo. We do want to give a special thanks as well to IndiePW.com as well as TheChairShot.com. Both of those platforms do put out our content for you as well. And all of this video podcasting would not be possible if it were not for our friends over at StreamYard. Check out StreamYard.com. It is a, an amazing platform to be able to share uh, streaming yourself to the world. So go and check them out as well over at StreamYard. Thank you so much to StreamYard. Thank you, ChairShot.com. Thank you, IndieProWrestling.com. Thank you, HTM Podcast Network. And thank you to Phoenix at FNXFit.com for being an amazing sponsor of us as well. Absolutely, Carl. That is a great way to wrap up the episode here this week. We'll see you guys on the next one. It's an honor to be the beat. As you can tell in the background, we are out celebrating. That is what we do here at HittingTheMarks.com. And I invite everyone to continue to tune in to Turnbuckle Talk. But check out all of our other shows. We have content, especially led up by the flagship show. You can find that all at HittingTheMarks.com. Run.